The following recording is from the previous cycle. Today's daf is Bavakama daf Tzadik Ches, and we are four lines from the top of daf Tzadik Ches Amaralaf Zok the Gemara. Omar Rabba. A little bit of an introduction. So we're all familiar with the halacha, one of the important halachas that permeate Mesechtes Bavakama, and that is Groma the Nezakin Potter. The Gemara is in the beginning of Herakakoinus. The Gemara there mentions four different examples of Groma. And the Gemara says that despite the fact that Groma ben Zalkin is Potter, he's only Potter Medine Ada, he's Chayev Medine Shemayim. At the same time, we've come across the Sugya of Garmi. Garmi is a Machlikis Tanon, Rameir is done, did it Garmi. Different Amiron were done, did the Garmi. Others were not done, did the Garmi. It's something that the Gemara has touched upon already. The Iker Sugya of Garmi is actually yet to come. It's more towards the end of the Masechta. So Groma ben Ezalkin is Potter. Garmi, that's a Shailun Rishayim. Lahalacha, we paskin Groma ben Ezalkin Potter. And we paskin like the Manda Amar, that's done, did the Garmi. What's the chilik between Groma and Garmi? So we've spoken out many times, Shitas Rashi. Rashi holds there, in fact, is no chilik. Rashi says that Groma and Garmi are interchangeable. They both mean the same thing. You indirectly cause somebody damage. And Enochinami, the Manda Omar that's done, did it the Garmi, does not agree with the principle of Groma ben Azak and Pata, because there is no chilek between Groma and Garmi. But Rashi is a Das Yochin and Shas, most Rishonim argue, most Rishonim hold Groma Lechud and Garmi Lechud. What then is the difference? The difference is, qualitatively speaking, how indirect was the damage. Groma would be where it was more indirect. Garmi would be where it was a little less indirect. So that Groma ben Azak and Pata, when it's really indirect, then you're going to be Potter. When it's only Garmi, where it's a little less indirect, there, there is a Manda Omar that's going to be done in Dina de Garmi. So those are both halachas that we're at this point very familiar with. However, licked in the halacha of Groma ben Azak and Potter, a very important yesoy, very obvious, very intuitive, but also very important. And that is that if Reuven causes Shimon Hefzid, Ruvain is by definition not a mazik. Meaning one could have thought that the definition of a mazik is that if Ruvain causes Shimon a hezek because of an action that Ruvain did, Shimon now is in the red, $100. That makes him into a mazik and Ruvain now has chiyuvein nezakin. He now has to pay that $100. The Allah of Nezakin tells me that that's not true. Just because I did something that caused you damage doesn't by definition make me into a mazik. It doesn't give me the chiyuvein nezakin. In order for me to be a mazik, it would have to be a direct Hezek to something that belongs to the Nizik. And unless I directly was Mazik the Nizik, even though it's clear that my action caused the Nizik damage, that by definition would not make me into a Mazik. So that in order for Ruvain to be a Mazik, when he damages Shimon's Chayfetz, it would have to be a Hezek that was done directly to Shimon's Chayfetz. That is the backdrop to today's daf. Today's daf, today's daf is a real lamdash daf. It distinguishes itself in a lamdash mezachda as a very lamdash daf. The Gemara is going to bring four halachas that Rabbah said. All four of Rabbah's halachas are chidushim. Each one requires, at the very least, a first seder to sit down and to delve into, to fully understand their chidushim lahalacha. The underlying Chiddush Lalacha is based on Chiddushim and Lamdis, and it's all predicated with this brack trap. Brahma ben Azakin Potter, Garmi is a little bit more of a Shiloh, but the aside is that just because I caused you Hefs, it doesn't by definition make me into a Mazik. In order for me to be a Mazik, we would have to say that I was Mazik, your Chifetz, be 
in a direct way, and it was based on that, what the definition of being mazik someone else's chayfetz is, that Rabbi said his four chidushim. First chidush, Amar Rabbi, if Reuven takes Shimon Matbeya, he takes his money, a hundred dollar bill, or he takes a coin, and he throws it into the Yamagadol, Potter. So at first glance, it makes no sense. Why in the world should I be potter? I was clearly masik you. Your matbeah is in the Yamagot. Says Rabbi, you're going to be potter. My time, what's the reason? What's the one this? Amar, because Ruven the masik could always tell Shimon the Nizik, the chayfetz is there, it's in the Yamagot, but go hire divers and go get it. You buy shakli. If you want it, you can get it. Says the Gemara, caveat. That's only true if the water is clear. So at the very least, you or the diver that you're going to hire would be able to see the matbeah in the yam. Abel achurim, but let's say the waters are murky. The loikah you can't see it. Like the halach is that you're in fact not going to be chayiv. So Rabbi said a gavaldi gechidish that if Reuven takes Shimon's matbeah, he throws it into the yam hagadol. You would have thought ein lochamazik gedoy lomizu. Says Rabbi, no, you're in fact going to be pot. However, very important caveat. It's only true if. It's at the very least possible to retrieve it. But if it's impossible to retrieve it, then then you're a full-fledged mazik. At that point, you're going to be chayim. The reason this is a chiddish is because even in the case where it's slulin, where you can get it, to the extent that the nizik is not a deep sea diver, as most people aren't, he's going to have to hire someone. He's going to have to pay somebody to go get it. So the paying somebody to get it is causing the person hefsik. Zokrashi, you know why that's not an issue? That's not an issue because that's grum. And Rabbah holds Gromah ben Azakim Potter. In fact, Rabbah Sheet and Shah says that he's not even doi in Dina de Garmi. So some Rishonim speak out. The Riv speaks out that even if you'll argue that this should be Garmi, it's fine. Rabbah Lashit Tassim. Rabbah holds Garmi as Potter as well. But the point is, is that that Hezek, that you're causing the Nizik because of the fact that he now has to hire divers to go retrieve his money, that's indirect. As it relates to the Matbeya itself, being that it is retrievable, it's not considered that you are mazik the chayfetz, thus the Allah is going to be that you're going to be potter. However, another caveat, that's only true if the mazik never picked up the Matbeya. So he didn't lift it and throw it into the yam. But if he lifted it and threw it into the yam, he didn't just push it and shove it into the yam, he actually lifted in Cheshemishpa terms. He did a Kenyan Hagba, Migzol at that point, he's considered a Gazlam, and Hashavah by Mavid. At that point, he would have to do a regular Hashavah. Meaning, if he lifted it, then he's a Gazlam. He's a Gazlam. Oh, now you can be Mechayifim, Chiyuv Egzela. That you have to do a full fledged Hashavah, and you can't tell the person, it's on the bottom of the Yamagadol, knock yourself out and go get it. If he didn't lift it, so you can't be Mechayivim on Gazlam, because he never did Kinyan Egzela. The only thing you could be Mechayivim on to the extent that the chayfetz is be'en, albeit in the Yamagadol, you are a mazik, the chayfetz itself. Ah, you're causing the person hefzid. The person now has to hire someone that's going to cost him $100 to go retrieve his matbeah. Doesn't matter. That's only a grama. A grama of an azakim is going to be part of the Allah is that if somebody has Paris Maishashani, he has to eat the Paris in Yerushalayim. What if he doesn't want to go to Yerushalayim? What if it's too difficult for him to go? What if at the time that he's next available to go, the Paris are going to rot? So the Torah gave us an Eitzah. The Eitzah is, You can be Mechalal 
the Paris Maise Sheni onto money. The Kedusha transfers from the Paris to the money. The money is now Kaddish. The money doesn't spoil. So the next time you go to Eretz Yisrael, you'll take the money along with you. So the halach is, in Mechal HaMoyet Sheni B'Shosh. You're not allowed to be Mechal Paris Maise Sheni on money that's not in the Rishus of the Mechal. Okay, it's not in the Mishnah. Gives examples. Okay, it's not in the Mishnah. Gives examples. If somebody had money in Kistir, these are places that are far away from, I guess, where this person was living. Or the kiss was in the Yamagodl. You can't be Mechal. What we need from here is if the money was in the Yamagodl, you can't be Mechal. It's considered Ene Beshusai. And the Gemara's assumption is that if it's considered Ene Beshusai with regards to the halachas of Chilub Maisashani, so it's Mashma that it's Avud. It's Lost. If it's lost, then if Reuven takes Shimon's chayfetz and he knocks it into the Yamagadol, the chayfetz should now be avud. To the extent that it's avud, Reuven should be deemed the mazik. We should look at the chayfetz itself as if it's avud. Rabbis said the chayfetz itself is not an issue. To the extent that the mind is slulin and it's retrievable, the chayfetz itself is not an issue. The only issue would be the expense that the nizik would need in order to retrieve the chayfetz. That's a grammar bit of luck and that's going to be butter. But that you see from Paris Maisashani, then knocking it into the yam itself is already considered of. Now, some Rishonim ask, why did the Gemara just say that that price is talking about when it was a churin? It wasn't slulin. Either way, oh, my rabbi, rabbi said a different tarot shat, in the inamatsa You can't shell through the halachas of being mechalo Paris Maisashani to the halachis of mazik, because by Paris Maisashani it says, Vitsarta kesa biodecha, Vileko, it's learned out from Xerah Sakasov that the money has to be biodecha, and if it's in the Yamagodo, it's not considered biodecha. So it could be the Indian mazik and nizik, knocking someone's chayfetz into the Yamagodo maybe wouldn't make you into a mazik. However, as it relates to the money being brishuscha, so that I can take this money, v'chil peris ma'isasheni, did as a special tonight, v'tzarta ha'kesef b'yotcha, it has to be b'yotcha, b'yotcha implies rishuscha, and even something that maybe in other areas halacha is not considered rishus, with regards to this halacha of chil peris ma'isasheni, it would be considered rishus. Either way, that is Rabbah's first halacha. Hazerik ma'peshach ha'ver li'yamagodo, Potter, with the exception of two things. Number one, the money, the waters had to be clear. It had to be a situation where at the very least you'll be able to retrieve it. And despite the fact that it's going to cost you money to retrieve it, that doesn't bother Rabbi because that's a growing bit of Zalkin. Even if it's a Garmi, Rabbi sheet is Garmi as Potter as well. Additionally, the Gemara said it's only true if you never lifted it. So you're not Chayavald's Gazlin, you're only Chayavald's Mazen. But to the extent that you picked it up, now you become a Gazlin. Gazlin has Nuchiyufim. He has a Chayavashava. You can't be Mekam, your Chayavashava, by saying Haresh Alach And despite the fact that we saw in the beginning of the Perik that the Halachas of Haresh Alach are quite Mechudashas. You can even say Haresh Alach if you return the chayfet ha-nigzal as Yisrei Hano. That's also cons- enough of a hashava. But with regards to giving someone something that's on the bottom of the Yamagadol, thus is nishkain hashava. So the only time Rabbi's halach is true is the adye aduye. You just nudged it in. But if you lifted it, at that point you're going to be a gazel. The Pnei Shua on this Gemara is mechiach, a very important halacha that the Paiskim discuss throughout Shulchan Aruch. And that is, if somebody steals a chayfetz from somebody else, but his intent was never really to steal it. He never wanted to keep it. He wanted to damage it. He wanted to get rid of it. Are you considered a goslin or are you not considered a, a goslin? So at first glance, you're going to tell me, why shouldn't you be a goslin? What's the difference if I walk into your house, I take your chayfetz because I want to keep it, I want to use it, or I 
take your chafetz because I want to root it. I want to get rid of it. But the sad that you shouldn't be considered a goslin is based on the Yerushalmi that's quoted by Toysvis in the beginning of Perik HaKoynes. The Allah over there was discussing HaKoynes, the first mission of Perik HaKoynes, and the animal went out and it was masked. So depending on what kind of shmiro you did to the tzayin, that will determine whether I'm chayiv now for my tzayim being mazik, or I'm not going to be chayiv for my tzayim being mazik. The Mishnah said, listen, if the listen came and took my tzayim out of my deer, and then the tzayim was mazik, so what does the Mishnah say? Listen, chayiv. The listen are going to be chayiv. Toysvis, the top line of Toysvis, says Toysvis, it's only true if when they took it out, they intended on keeping it. But let's say they just removed it from my deer, but they never had a mind to keep it. The halacha is the listim are not going to be chayef. And the poiskim, the shach, and others, are from this year's that it sounds like from here that the only time I'm considered a goslin is if I take your chayefet, I'm it from your with the intent of keeping it. But if I didn't intend to keep it, so I went over to your deer, I opened it up, I let all the animals out, but in my mind I was never going to keep it, I just wanted them to run to roam loose, I'm on to my next gig. It's never something that I had in mind in keeping. So in that case, you see from the Yerushalmi, I'm going to be potter. With this halacha that we just said right here. Because this person that took the Makbeya and he threw it into the Yam, so he was a hoitziyua, but not almanasla goizla. He never intended on keeping it. It was almanasla abed. That's what you call a goizla almanasla abed. A goizla almanasla abed, it sounds like from here, is chayef. How does the shtum with this Yerushalmi, where the Yerushalmi says, hoitziyua, listen, that Allah is listen chayov, and only if you intended on keeping it. But if you didn't intend on keeping it, you just wanted them to run loose, but you were going to never take it to yourself, at that point you're not going to be chayef. Zok tishach, the chilik is very posh. The chilik is in our sugya, we're discussing chayuve hashov. Am I a gazlan on this chayfetz, or am I not a gazlan on that chayfetz? That you see that if I stole the chayfetz, even if I never intended on keeping it, I was going to throw it into the yam, that Allah is, I'm still going to be considered a gazlan. To the extent that I took your chayfetz, I did a Kenyan gzela, it doesn't matter what my my intent is, what my end game is. That's irrelevant. If I did a Maisek Zayla, I'm now going to be Chayv. The Yerushalmi, that Toysus quotes in the beginning of Perak is, is not discussing whether the listener are Chayv in Hashav, whether they made a Kenyan Gezela or not. That's not the discussion. The discussion is, is when they stole the Tzoyin, and now the Tzoyin was Mazik. So am I now Chayv Niske moment for what the Tzoyin did or not? That, the Yerushalmi says, the only time I'm going to be Chayv Niske moment is if I took the Tzoyin, I'm an But if I didn't take it, I'm an Asla then I'm not going to be Chayv. The Shaz, what's the Chilak? What's the difference in love this? What's the Chilak with regards to the Chiv Ashava versus whether it's considered mine or not, either way, that is just a little toyamel for Rabbah's first halacha. Halacha number two. Chiddush number two. If somebody takes his friend Matbeya, say he didn't throw it into the Yamagadol, however, he started messing with it. What did he do? He started scraping it down, he rubbed it to the point that it lost its tzura. So you can picture a coin, it has a tzura of a president, a prime minister of someone important in the respective country. So if somebody takes a matbeya and he alters the physical nature of the matbeya to the point that we're now lost its surah. The Allah is potter, your potter. And even though now it, that it lost its surah, it's no longer over the soicher, so you can't walk into your local grocery store and buy something with it. It doesn't matter. You're still going to be potter. My time, what's the reason? I didn't do anything. 
That's only true if you took a hammer, you banged the coin to the point that its form is now a little different, as a result of which it lost its surah. But let's say you would scrape off the surah, there you would be chayev, because there you in fact did do something. You can't say because the physical nature of the coin changed, and it didn't change just indirectly from you banking it, but you actually scraped off a part of it. So Rabbi is saying that Ashof Matbeah Shachaveri is Potter. However, it's only true if Machi Bekurnas of Atarshe. Avo Shaifu Beshufina Chasurei Chasurei. Again, here there's a discussion in Yushayin on what exactly the Chilak is. But the Poshup Shah, just the Ivritaish, what exactly is the difference between Machi Kurnas of Atarshe and Shaifu Shufina? The Chilak is in the first case, the Chaifetz itself is intact. It's just disformed. But it's intact. You didn't make it any less than it was. So if it weighed an ounce, it still weighs an ounce. You didn't remove any aspect from it. You changed its surah. As a result, it went from being over l'seicher to not being over l'seicher, but you weren't mechas or anything. And that's considered loyovah In the second case, you actually were mechas You removed some of it as a result of which you changed the tzura. So changing the tzura itself doesn't bother me. That's not the issue. The issue is, we're a mechas If I'm mechas then I'm a mazik. If I'm not mechas I'm not a mazik. Mosev ravo, an odoin who hit his evet kanani on his eye, and he made him blind. Or he hit him on his ear, and he made him deaf, so the halacha is, if he did that, or he was mazik any one of the other chavdal rashi evarim, he goes free, it's a shame v'ayin, it's lav dafka, shame v'ayin, here you have the oizen and the ayin, again, any one of the rashi evarim, what if it was connected, what if the odin didn't hit the evet kanani literally in the eye, he didn't hit him in the oizen, but he did it in an area that was not far from the person's eyes, he banged the wall, and the Evid Knani was startled, and as a result, he lost hearing in one of his ears. So the Allah is, ain't never yoitzim em lecheres. Because that's Groma ben Azokin, and Groma ben Azokin is Potter. What's the kasha? You see from here that I'm considered a mazik, in this case, I'm considered a chayvul of my Evid Knani, even though I was loy mechas of midi. Nothing physically changed with the Evid Knani, other than the fact he lost certain capacities. He can't see anymore, he can't hear anymore, but nothing changed. So if Rab is being Mechadish, that the only time I'm considered a Mazak, if I'm Shof Matbeer Shal for example, is if it's Chasurei Chasurei, but if I wasn't Mechasur or anything in a physical sense, that Allah is not considered a Mazak, then the same thing should be true with regards to a Chayvul. It should be true with regards to a Chayvul Evid Knani, the Allah of Shevayin. So how come the Allah is that if I make my Evid Knani blind, even though I didn't touch his eye, he looks exactly the same that he looked before. He just lost his ability to see. That itself is an issue. If somebody makes his father deaf, he gets killed. I, the only time you're chayiv misa for hitting your father is if there was a chaval. Where's the chaval? We don't see a chaval. He lost his hearing. That makes a chaval. Was there blood? Yeah. It's not possible for a person to go deaf without there being some chabura, the tifs of the dama, not for the Because even though you don't see it, some blood must have moved somewhere. Something must have caused this person to lose his hearing. So to wrap a hell, the only time you're ever considered a mazik, and no time you ever considered a chayval if something actually happens. I, why you call because even no, we don't physically see with our flesh of the organ. We can't see anything happening, but something must have happened. That's Rabbi Tameh. 
That is Rabba Lashi Tosef. But either way, this is Rabba's second halacha. And this halacha, at first glance, is a Gavaldig Echidish. Because what's Rabba saying? Rabba's saying that in order for me to be mazik, or to be treated as a mazik, I have to be machaser the chafetz that I was mazik. And if I did something to someone else's chafetz that devalued the chafetz, even though at first glance it doesn't seem to be a grub, I did a maisa hezek to the chafetz itself. It doesn't matter. If I wasn't machaser the chafetz, even though the chafetz lost its value, the halachas, I'm going to be part of The question is why. So there's different mahalachim in the Rishayim. The most posh the mahalach would seem to be Taisa second Shah in Argumar right here. Taisa says it has to do with a sugi that was discussed in the beginning of Perakadur's Aleitzim. It's a sugi in Mesechtas Gittin, Daphne Gimel, and Perakadur's It could be it's totally in whether a hezek, she'enu nikr, is considered a hezek, or it's not considered a hezek. Taisa says it could be that all Rab is really saying is that hezek, she'enu nikr, hezek. That's what he's saying. So if it's chasurei chasurei, that's already a hezek nicker. If it's loy chasurei chasurei, it's not a hezek nicker. It's a little schwer because even in the case of Shat Beya, where it wasn't chasurei chasurei, it lost its surah. So to the extent that it lost its surah, why is that not considered a hezek nicker? There's story from Rabbarch Ber, where Rabbarch Ber said that you causing money not to be over the soicher, that doesn't make me a mazik biadayim. It's only a gromel. Because really, the whole power of money is because the memshola, the government, accepts it as money. So the government only accepts it assuming A, B, and C. But if I now alter A, B, and C, so it's not the pshat that I'm really a mazik, I just did something that now caused the government to say that we're no longer going to accept this currency. That could be considered a grama. This is Rabarch Ber in Birchashmul where he discusses this halach of Shaf Matbeya, why it's not a regular mazik. So either way, whether there's a hezek sheni nikr here, it's merely a grama bin azakin. That's Rabba's second chiddush. I saw in the Mishpatei Atayr, he brings, what about this manazeh? Somebody takes his friend's $100 bill and he colors on it, he, he does something to it that it's no longer... So it wasn't chasur, he didn't cut it, but he did something to it where right now the bank won't accept it. Are you considered a mazik or are you not considered a mazik? Rabbi said very clearly that back in the day you would not have been considered a mazik. What about Bizman Azeh? So he brings from the Chazanish that the Chazanish said that Bizman Azeh, it's pashit that the halacha would be different. And he said the chilek is that once upon a time the value of money was intrinsic. So a coin had a certain weight was of a certain material that had real value. The tzura was just there to present what exactly the value of this chayfetz was. But the value wasn't the tzura. The value was intrinsic. It really had value. It weighed, you had a golden coin. So it was gold. Gold is worth money. And that's why if you walked into a grocery store, some barter economy, you were able to get something for it. I'm giving you gold. I'm not giving you something that presents, that represents something. I'm giving you something that has real value. So over there, says the Chazanish, even if I'm Shof Matbeya, I now change the tzura. The ikr, what gives this Matbeya its value, is its weight. And to the extent it was Leichasur Echasre, so it's still there. Now, I talk, I have to give it a tsura so people will know what it is. So you're going to have to go to a store, and it may even cost money to do that. That's a grove of Benazakin. Grove of Benazakin is pater. But Bisman Azeh said the Chazanish, we live in a, a world of inflation. We live in a world where we no longer use the gold standard. Money today, 
the government prints money and it represents or used to represent something, but now it, the paper itself is the value. We just all live in a world where if I give you something that has a picture of Benjamin Franklin on it and there's $100 written next to it, it's worth, is it really worth $100? That's a piece of paper. It's, it's not worth anything. But it represents us. There, if you tinker with that, it could be that is the entire Shabbos, the Tzura. So maybe you would be considered a Mazak. Some interesting Svaras to think about. the third If somebody has a para and his friends, so Shimon has a para, Reuben goes over to Shimon's para and he cuts Shimon's para's ear. The Allah is potter. My timer. What's the reason? It seems like you are really Mazak. Para, the Kaima Kaima, the Loyava, the because the para doesn't lose value because it has a cut ear. If you do something to its foot, you would take away its ability to be chayresh, to do things, then maybe. But the fact that it doesn't have perfect ears, that doesn't affect the para. That's not an issue. Says Rabbah, and don't tell me that you just made the para about mom. So in the times of the Beis Mikdash, you actually caused a lot of hezek because you're now not going to be able to use this para for a carbon. That's not considered hezek because kulu shvarim lav legabim is kaimi. Because it's not true. Not every shor is used. If every shor was a mizbeach kaimi yet, then you'd be a regular mazik. But being that not every shor is the mizbeach kaimi, shvarim are used either l'shchita or they're used l'ridya, they use for charisha, and you can use those, you can do those functions just as fine because of the fact that it has a tzayramoizin. It didn't affect its ability to do what it's really there for. So despite the fact that there is now one outlet that you can no longer use it for, that's not going to make you into a mazik. And in fact, the Rishayim and the speak out, again, these are all very big conditions that rabbis say, that even though technically if you now brought this part to the market, it's probably worth less it's probably worth less than it was worth before. Because to the extent that I can't use it, it has to imply some devaluing in the chayfets. This part I could use for mezbeach, this I can't. Okay, I'll pay a little more for this one than I will for that one, because what if I do need a carbon? What if I do want to use it as a carbon? It doesn't matter. That's not the point. Even if that's true, there's a svar chadasha in Hilchas Bavakama, in Hilchas Nezakin, Kulu Shvarim Lav Legabim Mizbeach Kaimi, and that says that even if it lost value, it doesn't matter. The Allah is, I'm going to be bothered. What the Svar is, so that we leave for the London. Masad it's a Mishnah in Mesechtes Git. Git in Gimel Manav. If somebody does Malach with Mechatos or with Paras Chatos, part of it in the other Bechayim, it in Shemayim. So Mechatos and Paras Chatos had to be dafka things that Malacha was never done. So what if you do, do Malacha, so you consider a Masek, but it's a Hezek Shene Nikar or it's a Grom of Benazakin. That's the Sugi over there, Mesechtes Gitin. So that Malacha is the Apotim of the Yodam, the Chayim of the Yishmael. Zok to Gimel Malacha, the Min Kezeka, Avatzoy, the Min Kezeka, and Avatzoy, the Min Kezeka. It sounds like that the only time you're Apotim when you disqualify something from being able to be used for an avoid in the base of Mikdash is if it was a Hezek Shene Nikar, just like you did a Malacha Mechatas. It's not Nikar in the Mechatas that you did Malacha with it, or you did Malacha with the Paras. You don't see in the part that Malacha was done from it, but it sounds like that had it been something that's nicker, if you cut the ear of the behemoth, where at the very least it's a hezek nicker, because if you're going to tell me that you're always part of the but disqualifying something from Avoid, like Rabbi said, then we should have said a bigger chiddish. Not only are we're 
your uh, hezek she'en a nicker, but even in a case where it's a hezek nicker, says the Gemara, Amri who had in the filo pot. You're right. Really, you could have said a bigger chiddush. Valkam ashmalon the filo malach leminker zeka chay midinei shemay. Meaning, you could have said a bigger chiddush in pot midinei adam that you even pot midinei adam when you disqualify something from malacha if it was a hezek nicker. But we wanted to say a different bigger chiddush, and that is that you even chay midinei shemayim if. You disqualified it from Allah, al yadeh hezik chene nikr. So if you wanted to say the chiddush in patimidei adam, we could have said the case of tzurin oizin parasah shagaveri. To say the bigger chiddush of chayim midinei shemayim, we'll pick the case of hezik chene nikr. That's oizim alacha mechatas of a paras chatas. The Tanah chose to say the bigger chiddush in chayim midinei shemayim, not the bigger chiddush in patimidei adam. That's why he chose the case that he chose. Either way, it's not a stira to Rabbah's halacha. Rabbah's fourth halacha. Amar Rabbah hasoyiriv shtarish al chaveri if Ruvain has a Shtarchoiv, the Shtarchoiv says that Shimon owes him $100. Levi now takes Ruvain's Shtarchoiv and he burns it. As a result of which, Ruvain cannot collect the $100 that Shimon owes him. The Allah is Levi's potter. Why? Because he can tell, what did I do? New York I burnt the piece of paper. Oh, I, I, I care what's written on the piece of paper. The paper's worth five cents? Oh, maybe I'm a mazik five cents. But I'm potter. I don't have to give you Tashlume Nezek for what was written in the star, for what ultimately is going to cause the damage to Ruvain. So again, because Peteris Mazik, all I burnt was a piece of paper. I am causing you Hezek. We don't care about that. That's grown with a zakon pot. What's going on? I think this whole case is a moot point, Zakti Gubar. What? Because if there are Aiden that know what it said in the star, then you're right. Then he's, there's no reason that you should be mechaif him anything. The fact that you have to sit down and write a new piece of paper, so he was mazik a paper that doesn't have a lot of value. The fact that you maybe have to hire a cipher, that's certainly a grama bin azakin, but it's sort of a moot point, because if we know Vashtet and Shtar, it's just write a new Shtar. And if there are new Edim, then certainly you can't take this person to Bezdin and be of him to pay. What do you be Mechayim to pay? If we don't know what's written in the Shtar, so unless you can prove what it says in the Shtar, you'll have no way of being Mechayim Levi. So what's this Din here that we're going after Levi for? If it's a situation where we know what's written in the star, just write a new star. The taka wasn't mask. And if we don't know what's in the star, then you certainly can't be today in today. Because what do you mean today? I know you burnt the star. What did the star say? It said that Shimon owes Ruve money. How much money? I don't know. So if I don't know, I'm going to make a very of a raya. So there's no way to be mechaivim. So isn't this whole fourth chiddush of Rabbah a moot point? On my Rabbah, it's not a moot point. It's talking about a case where. The Seiref, Levi, tells Ruvain, whatever you say is written in the Shtar, I believe you. So he's waiving his right to claim, I don't know what it says. I burnt it. Whatever you say, I accept. He says, okay, it said that Shimon owes me $1,000. You amassed me $1,000. So, Rabbi, no, you weren't. Even though Levi accepts what Ruvain said, but at the end of the day, in Hilchus you can't treat Levi as a Mazik because he burnt a Shtar I, I cause you, Hezek? That's Grama ben Azakin. Grama ben Azakin is going to be Potter. Omer Avdimi bar Chinino. Father Rabbo, this halach of Rabbo, Machlik Zabshim Rabbon. It's really talking about Zabshim Rabbon. Lepshim, and the Amad of Agrim Lamam Kimam, the Quintabshim that holds Dovagrim Lamam and his Kimam in Machai. The Rabbon and the Amri Dovagrim Lamam and Lav Kimam and Dami. So who's this Shitas Rabshim? So we had him not long ago in Perak Maru, but the case over there was if somebody steals Kachim, the halach is your Potter, if you. Steel kachim, your mazik kachim, your potter. Shimon says, not so 
fast. It's possible for someone to steal a behemoth that's kachin and it'll be chayv. How so? A behemoth shechayv b'achriyusam. So if Reuben has an animal because he was mechal Shabbos b'shoyi. So he now has to bring a carbon chatos. So the halach is that if he was mafresh the animal for a chatos and now it gets lost or somebody steals it, he's going to have to be mafresh another animal. It comes out that that animal, although it's hectish, so from a bailist standpoint, you can argue it doesn't really belong to Shimon. It belongs really to Hektish. But if Shimon loses it, he's now going to have to come up with money to replace the animal that was lost. So it comes out that that chafetz, although it's not mamoyne shal Shimon, it's a dover hagarim le mamoyne shal Shimon. It's garim money. Because as long as it's there, Shimon is being speared the cost of the animal. If it's not there anymore, Shimon's now going to have to spend money. Reb Shimon, sheet is dovah, agarim, lamam, kamam, and dummy. And this is the important lumbus. We don't have time to speak up the whole ktsayis. But the ktsayis says, the aside of Reb Shimon, says people make a mistake. People shtout to Reb Shimon's halacha to grama benazakin, to the garmi, grama benazakin's pater. This man damrim, that whole garmi is also pater. Yeah, Reb Shimon holds dovah, agarim, lamam, and is kamam, and dummy. Doesn't that schneck from the sugis of grama says the ktsayis? No. Shin pei vav, Aleph, says the Ketzeis has nothing to do with anything. You know what Shimon Sheet of Dabar Gerem Lamamun is? That if this is Gerem Lamamun, it's a Chefz of Mo. It's a whole different halacha. It's not the Pshat that I'm Chayev because I caused you Hezek al Yudei Grom. That's not true. Grom of Benazak Lespatr. Shimon doesn't disagree with Allah Grom of Benazak Lespatr. But Shimon holds that if this Behemoth to this yid represents mammon, so it's a dover hagoyrim Lamamun, even though it's not Mamun itself, it's treated as a Chefzer. Of Mammon. That's the halacha of Dovar Gavim Lamamun. But either way, says the Gemara that Rabbah's Chiddush, that Asayr of Shtarish al Khaveri's pot, is really telling Reb Shimon and the Rabbana. Because according to Reb Shimon, that holds Dovar Gavim Lamamun is Kamamun Dami, even if you'll tell me that the Shtar is only a piece of paper, and if I'm Mazak the Shtar and indirectly I cause you Hezek, so I'm a Gromab and a Zakim pot there. But like Reb Shimon, Dovar Gavim Lamamun Kamamun Dami, this Shtar should be no worse than the behemoth that's Hektish. And just like the behemoth that's Hektish with the Bailam Eschai Bachrais, even though Hektish owns the animal, the Bailam doesn't own the animal, but it's considered a Dover Hagar of the moment. So that if you steal the animal from me, you're Chayev, Chiyuve, Gneve, Chiyuve, Gzela. So too, if I now have a star that's Gorim the moment, even though really intrinsically it's a piece of paper, and any Hezek you can argue is happening, but even Grom and Grom and Zadan is Pater, but if it's a Gorim the moment, Dover Gorim the moment, come on and dummy. Sok to Gemara, Amra, Dimi Barchina. Not everybody agrees with the Ktais. The Shach argues with the Ktais. Amra, Dimi Barchina, no Hadrab, Machlik, Shoshim, Rabbani, the Shimon, Dover Gorim the moment, come on and dummy, Michai. That's only true if it was something that started off being real mammon, and now it's not real mammon anymore. Says Rav Shimon, if it's a dover hagorim l'mammon, it's still going to be considered mammon. Kid An example of that would be Rabba. Dama Rabba goes to Chomets of Nei Pesach. Somebody steals Chomets of Nei Pesach. Ubach of a sarfoy, and somebody went and he burnt the Chomets. So that person is mm-hmm. being mazik the Gazlin because as long as the Chayfet is banned, the Gazlin can be mekayim as mitzvah sashava with the Chayfet. He can take the Chomets, give it back to the Nigzal. He'll be mekayim as sashava. Now that the Chomets was burnt, he doesn't have the ability to do that. So Bim might if this all went down on Yontif Potter. Then the mazik is potter. Very gishmaki gemara. A lot of rain on this gemara. Not for now. Because really all he did was is what everybody's obligated. Everybody has a chiv to go burn chametz on Pesach. So he burned chametz on... You can't be mechayim for burning your chametz on Pesach. 
even though technically I'm a shtikal amazik, it doesn't matter. A new svar. But if this happened after a pesach, machlokes Rav Shimon Rabban. Machlokes Rav Shimon Rabban. Rav Shimon Dami Davar Gemlo Mami Kamam and Dami Chayv. The Rabban and the Ami Davar Gemlo Mami Lav Kamam and Dami Pot. What meaning? Chometz. So in theory, if I go and I burn your chametz of all of a pesach, I wasn't mazik anything because it has no value. It's isuriano. Isuriano is considered to be valueless. But in this case, this isuriano, although it has no shavius, it's a davar hagoyrim lamamin. Why? Because as long as the gazlan has the chametz, he can go over to the nigzal. We had it at the beginning of the parak, and he can say Here it is. And despite the fact that it's Israel, so it's a classic example of something that doesn't have any intrinsic value, but it's a dover agarvla. It's like the piece of paper when you're say of shtarish or it's like the behemoth that really belongs to hektish, but we treat it as belonging to the owner because the owner is chay bachrayas. But either way, says the gemara, could be. When do you say? is when it started off having value, such as in this case. It was chametz that had real, was worth 100 that had $100 worth of right, a good bottle of scotch, $200. Now, Pesach came. It became chametz of Pesach. Oh, now it became chametz of Pesach. Now it's no longer moment, but it's still maybe you say but something that never had value, like a piece of paper, it was always a piece of paper. When you wrote something on it, it still was a piece of paper. It never had real value. Maybe over there, you don't say the halacha of Dover Agorim Lamamit. It's a very big Kiddush. But either way, Azayzak the Gemara could be you only say Bedover Shaikrim Moment. Incidentally, the Rishonim Abadir, why don't we just stick to the case in the Sechdis Bavakama? Why are we jumping to Chomish of Allah Pesach? The Bavakama case is also Dover Shaikrim Moment. What's the case of Bavakama? Where I have a behemoth that's hectish. So usually, if you're going to have hectish, you're potter. But if it's Gorim Lamamit, because the Bible is Chaybach Reis, then you're going to be Chayb. That's a Dover Shaikrim Moment. It started off, it was not a behemoth al hektish, it was behemoth al chulin. You didn't buy the hektish, you were maktish. So it was ikri mamin, now it's a dovah gerim lamamin. I am brishayinim. Either way, that is the gemar. Omer amimer. Man did don did the gami, the man doma that's don did the gami, magvi me shtarim ma'alya. U man deloy don did the gami, magvi beish me niyarabam. So this is halacha that we just said, that Rabbah said. Asoyrif shtarish al chaveiroi is potter. Zokti gemara, it's not so true. It's only true if you're doing Dina Nagami. But if you're Loi Doin, Dina, it's only true if you're Loi Doin Dina Nagami. But if you're doing Dina Nagami, you're going to be high. Rabbi Lashitasso was Loi Doin Dina Nagami. That's what Rabbi said, Potter. But if you're doing Dina Nagami, you're going to be high. And the Gemara concludes how the Uvda, the Kafya Rafram, the Ravashi, there was a story where Ravram once forced Ravashi, Ravashi, the great Amoyer Ravashi, one of the authors of the Talmud Bath, once was Seirev Shtar Shalchaveiroi. He burnt, he was the Levi in this story. He took Reuven Shtar, that said that Shimon owes him money, and he burnt it. And Raphram forced Rav Ashi to pay, even though you can argue that it's Grumma, and it's Garmi, and Dovah Agarim Lomom, and Va'agvimeki Kishur Litzamo. That's an expression. He went after him. He made him pay every last dollar. Even though the great Ravashi did this. Now, how do you understand? Ravashi, the story of Shtarish al Khaderai, said, Rashi, Beloshoine Hazov, was very bothered with this Kasha. And Rashi says, there must be the rest of the story. The Achve from the Ravashi, Shestorav Shtar Khaderai, Piyaldusai. Must have happened when he was a child, says Rashi. He was a child when it happened. Oh, it happened when he was a child. That's why Ravashi did it. Otherwise, how is it Shaykh? The Ravashi would have came to do something like this. Either way, a one line. Gemara, a little light, at the end of a very difficult sugya, but 
the Vilna Goyen in two different places in his Bir Agra is Mechiach Ahalacha Gedoyla. Both very interesting talking points from this line. Have a Uvda, the Kafye Raf from the Ravashi, the Agvi Beki Keshur Latama. The first is a Cheshim Mishpat, Simen Aleph, Sivkotan Dalit. Talk to Mechaber. Dina Digarmi. So we paskin like the man that's done Dina Degami. Not just that, the Mechaber says that we could be done Dina Degami Bizman Azer. Even though today we don't have a Bezin Smuchin, Eretz Yisrael, Bovel, it doesn't matter. Even Bizman Azer, where we don't have Smuchin anymore, we could be done Dina Degami. That's in contrast to the Shulchan Aruch's Psach with regards to Dina Knossos. There's no Dina Knossos Bizman Azer, because in order to paskin Dina Knossos, you would need a Bezin so Smuchin. You would need Mumchin. Dina de Garmi is Momoin, it's Maknas, as always, the Shach right here, and it's for that reason that Allah is that you could be done Dina de Garmi. Now, the truth is, the Shach says, I am Mashak Asafti, he quotes a whole diff- bunch of different Simonim in Chesh Mishpat, where he discusses at length, because this really has to do with the Shach's Shmuz with regards to Garmi. Is it a Chiv de Iraisa or is it a Chiv de Rabbanah? If you remember, we spoke at the Shach in the beginning of Simon Shim Pevav, the Shach said that he sat down to write a commentary on the Ramban's famous Kuntras de Garmi. Remember from Yeshiva, the Ramban's Kuntras de Garmi. So it's in the back of the Ramban's, it's very long and difficult. Ramban wrote a whole Kuntras on the Sugi of Garmi. And the Shach in the beginning of Shim Vav says that he tuda dorch the Ramban's de Garmi, and he wanted to write a Kuntras on the Ramban's Kuntras. But he realized that him and the Ramban were not on the same page. Why? He said the Ramban's whole Kuntras is predicated on trying to make sense of when you say Grumbin is Zokan Bater and when you're done, Dina de Garmi. Zok de Shach, you know why the Ramban was bothered? Because it's clear throughout the Ramban's Chibur that the Ramban was of the opinion that Garmi is a Chiv de Raisa. That someone that's Mazik boy from Garmi is Chayiv. Now he's a Chayiv, he's Chayiv de Raisa, as if he would be a full fledged Mazik. And it's for that reason the Ramban was very bothered. When do you say, that the Torah was Mechai of you, and what was the Torah not Mechai of you? Oh, but the Shach says, Chmein as the Ramban had gemacht a grace to us. Gami is not a chiv de raisa. It's a chiv de rabbon. Meaning, really, Grama Benazalkin is always potter. Whether it's Grama, whether it's Gami, it doesn't matter. Why sometimes are you Chai? Sometimes Rabbanu wanted to be Mechayev you. We're going to write a whole kuntras trying to understand why the Rabbanu did If we're dining Dine Dei Raisa, then we have to learn it up. We have to learn it up like you learn up everything. But Svaris of why the Rabbanu did what they did, it could be one was Moshchiach, one was Leshchiach. There were a lot of psychological factors that could have played a role. It doesn't matter. There could be Kama Sibas, why the Rabbanu would have been Machmer in one place and would have been Megal in another place. But either way, the Shach says that Garmi is only a Chiv Rabbanu. If it's a Rabbanu, it schmecks a little bit from Knas. But that's what the Shach says. That even though my opinion is that Garmi is only a Chiv Rabbanon, the gather of the Chiv Rabbanon is not Knas. The gather of the Chiv Rabbanon is Momen. Where else is a Chapan Afgimina? The Yamshel Shloima. The Yamshel Shloima, I believe it's in Simon Kufyur Aleph. That says if somebody would walk into Bezdin and it'd be Moida, he would say, I'm a Moiser, I'm Mastered, and I cause somebody else Hezek. So Moiser is Chayv al Zdira de Gami. If you don't Dira de Gami, the Moiser is Chayv. If you don't Dira de Gami, the Moiser is going to be Potter. So do you say Moida Beknas Potter, or do you not say Moida Beknas Potter? There are more Paskins that if someone's Moida, he's a Moiser, he's Chayv. I Moida Beknas Potter, it's because the Ramah is Lishitasai. 
to this Mechaber right here, that they hold that Garmi is not Knas, it's Momen, being that it's Momen. So it's like, those Potter can be Edom Nomi. It's not Moedim Knas Potter. Freak the Shach. I don't understand why you have to say that. I hold that Garmi is only Chivdra Bonin. It's not a Chivdra Raisa. If it's a Chivdra Bonin, even if it would be Knas, you would be Chayv, because Moedim Knas Potter is only by a Knas Day Raisa, not by Knas Rabbonin. So he says, is that so true? The Ktai says, Rishayim, not that way. So really, really Gishmakarei. But either way, says the guy, what's the Makar to this Mechaber, which is a very important Allah, because as you see, it affects, number one, could you dan dine de gamibas manazer? It also affects the Allah of Moedah Beknas, at least I'll upon him, according to the Yamsha Shloyme, that the only reason if you're Moedah that you're a Mazik Begami, you're Chayev is because it's Momed and Aknas. What's the Makar? This Gemara right here. It says the Goyen, I am of a Kamet Sadechas. Because Raphram was Teveya from Ravashi, the Agvi Beki Kishur Litzalma. And the Gemara said that the only way it'd be possible to be Teveya, Sayyid of Shtarish al Chaveroi, is if you don't did it again. Me, I, how could Raphram and Ravashi, who lived way after the times of the Bavel, how in the world is Usmichim Bavel? So how are they able to be Teveya? The Teretz is, it's moment, it's not Knas, it doesn't fall into the halacha of no Dine Knas Bismanazet. That's the first. The second Ha'ara, I'll say this quickly, and that is a Ramah that we've spoken at many times over the years. The Ramah, the end of Simon Shin Mem Gimel and Hilcha Shabbos, says the Ramah, cotton Aviv, a cotton that hit his father, you did a different Avera when he was a cotton, even though he doesn't have to do Tshuva when he gets older, because he did it when he was a cotton, a cotton's potter. Even though he did the Avera when he was a cotton, says the Ramah, So it's good for a person to take upon himself some Kabbalah to be Mechaper for Averis that he did when he was a cotton. We've spoken about this Ramah many times, and we've spoken out the Groz Makar. The Goyen says, the, What's the Makar to this Ramah? The Makar is a Gemara Mesech the Sanhedrin, Daf Nun, Hey, Amid Beis. Maybe we'll talk about that a little bit tomorrow in the beginning of the Daf. But that's a Makar that we've spoken about a lot. It relates to the Ram of Shita, Pitu Ketana Oynes. But if you take a look at the Gura in Bir HaGura, he has more than one Makar. He has three Makaris. Shabbos Nun Vav Amid Beis, Rashi Bavakamo, Tzadik Ches Amid Beis, and Sanhedrin Daf Nun Amid Beis. What's Rashi Bavakamo, Tzadik Ches Amid Beis? Because Rashi was bothered. How in the world is it possible that the great Amoyer Ravashi was Sayyid of Shtar Shachavera. Bothered Rashi so much that Rashi said, there must be a part of the story that we're missing. So Rashi, one word, Biyaldusai. It happened when he was a cotton. It happened Biyaldusai. So how then do we have a right to be Teveya? Kikshura Kitzama. Rafa went after Ravashi. Vaistois, even though he was a cotton, on some level, he was a chroi. For what he did, again, maybe we'll start with this a little bit tomorrow, go into the Lundus a little bit more, but either way, the Goyen saw in that one word of Rashi, Be'aldusai, a Makar to this Ramah, in Simashim Mem Gimel, a Gevaldi Gechidish, that it's Kedai for a person to do something, even Faveris, that he did before Bar Mitzvah. Mishnah said, Chomets, if somebody steals Chomets, Pesach, and now Pesach passed, he stole before Pesach, Pesach passed, the significance of which is the chametz is now aser bahana. Still, the Mishnah says, the Gazlin can go to the Nigzal, give him back the chametz, and say, Here's your chametz, I stole it. I have a chi of the heshevas hagzela hashagazal. He can be makayim the mitzvah hashavas hagzela with 
the chametz, despite the fact that it's also bahana. This was stated in the Mishnah earlier in the parak and after tzaddik vavol in the days. The Mishnah over there gave different examples of chedushim, where even though you may have thought that perhaps it's not kein shagazal anymore, so that you can't be mekayim the mitzvah of hashava, stating that the Mishnah said it's okay. The Mishnah's examples were if somebody stole truma and it became tamei, a behema v'nesavdo byavera, etc. There were different examples of chidushin, that despite the fact that there was something altered with the chayfetz, and despite the fact that the theme of the first part of Perak HaGoyzelaitzim is Shinekoyna, so if the chayfetz is not Ke'in Shagazal, you can't be Mekayin the Mitzvah Sashov anymore. At that point, it goes from there being a chiv to return the actual chayfetz that you stole to a more abstract chiv to give money equal to what it was that you stole. Still, the Mishnah said that there are examples that even though something altered, there still is a mitzvah sashava. One such example was Chomets, Vavar Olav Pesach. The Gemara Mesech, this Gittin, Daphne Gimel, explains this Mishnah, and the Gemara there says that the beer is that the Tan of the Mishnah holds, Hezek She'ene Nikr, Loishmei Hezek. So although, Enochinami, you can argue that the Chefetz was damaged, the Chomets is now Aser Bahano, but being that it's not Nikr, you don't see in the Chomets that it's Aser Bahano, nothing physical changed to it. So even though there was, in fact, the change, Hezek She'ene Nikr, Loishmei Hezek, that's why it's still considered Kein Shagaza, and that's why you can be Makai in the midst of Asha. Says the Gemara, who is in fact the Tana that holds that even though the Chomets is now Asr Bahana, still you could say like we just said, it's a Chiddish. It's a real Bava Kama. Shitas Rabbi Yaakov. We discussed this at length earlier in the Masechta. A Shor that kills. So the Allah is, even the first time the Shor kills a Adam, it is Chayev Skiva. Once it kills three times, it becomes a Sharamud. Then, if it kills again, in addition to the fact that it's Chayev Skiva, there's also a Chayev Kaifer. Says the Braisa, a Shar kills, actually, if there was not yet a Gmardin, if the owner of the Shar sells the Shar, the Mechra is Chal. Hiktisha, if he's Maktish, it Muktish, the Hektish is Chal. Shachta, if he shechts it, the Basar is Mutter. Hikzir, if he was a shomer, and while he was watching the animal, the animal killed. And before the gemardin, the shomer takes this animal that killed and returns it to the bailim, the owner of the shomer. Muchsar, it works. This is all if it killed, but there was not yet a gemardin. Being that there was not a gemardin yet, it's not yet aser bahano. Therefore, it's treated like regular chulin. You can sell it, you can be maktish it, etc. Mishinik Mardinoi. Once it's already Nik Mardinoi, then the locha changes. Machre, if you want to sell it, any mach. Hiktish, if you want to be maktish it, any muktish. Shachta, if you shechted, besari yasr. We had limudim for this earlier in the Masechta. Hechzirah, Shem of I love, if a shomer had it while this all happened, the Gemardin already took place, and now he returns it to the Bailim. Ene muchser, Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov says, Af Mishinik Mardinoi. Even if the Gemardin already happened, Hechzirah. If the Shomer returns this Shor, that's Chayef Skila, that was Nigmar Dinoyle Skila, to the owner, the Halachi is Muchser. It is good. Meaning, we have a Machloikis over here in one detail of the Brisa. The Shor was under the watch of a Shomer. It killed. It was Nigmar Dinoyle Skila. 
the owner now comes over to the shaymer and he says, I want my shar back. He says, no problem. Here's your shar. He finds out afterwards that his shar is on death row. His shar is about to be killed. So was the shaymer mekayim his chiv hashava to return the chayfets to the owner? Or was he not? It's a machlik srebiakim, the chachomim. The chachomim say, just like once it's thinking, my dina, you can't sell it, you can't be makdish it, if you shechted the boss's also bahano, so to the shaymer can't now take this animal and return it to the owner. Rabbi Yaakov says no. Says Rav Chizda, my So we have here an interesting machlokes. What's the beer in the machlokes? I think the beer is as follows. Rabbi Yaakov, so Rabbi Yaakov holds even bisureino. Harishal achlefanecha. Rabbanet savi ein even bisureino. Harishal achlefanecha. Says Rav Chizda, I think the beer in the machlokes is our mishnah. You have a shaymer who has a chi of hashava. He has an obligation to return the pikadin that was entrusted with him back to its original owner, he's returning it, but he's returning it in a state where it's also about no. In a state where you can't sell it, you can't be makdish it. If you shecht it, you wouldn't even be able to eat it. Could you be makayin, achi of hashava, with isurei no, or not? Rabbi Yaakov that says, you can, obviously holds, oimrin bisurei no, ha-reish The chachamim that say, you cannot, obviously hold, you cannot, thus, Rav Chizda's statement, Mantan, who is the time of our Mishnah that says, that a goslin that steals, can return the chayfets, despite the fact that it's, it must be Rabbi Yaakov, which at first glance is a Chiddush. The Tana, the Mishnah is Rabbi Yaakov, and not the Chachamim, but the Gemara says, Rabbi argued with Rabbi Chizda, as he often does, and he said, It could be the Machlech, Rabbi Yaakov, the Chavim has nothing to do with this Mishnah. Because really, our Mishnah is a Stam Mishnah, and all the Rabbis, all the Chachamim, agreed with this Halacha, that And there's no way the Tana, the Mishnah, is Dafka Rabbi Yaakov. What then is the beer in the Machlech? It's something Else. And Rabbi said, I'll prove it to you. Because the Imkain, if you're going to tell me about the Chachamim arguing goof in this point, they should have argued in a more traditional case, the case of our Mishnah. Somebody stole Chametz, or somebody's a Shomer for Chametz, and now it's overall of a Pesach. He's returning it in a state where it's now Asr Behana. Is it a good Hashav, or is it not a good Hashav? They didn't argue in that case. Because in that case, there's in fact no Machloikis. Like the Stam Mishnah in Perakagoyzalates. What is the Machloikis? Allah, my Rabbi, Hokab, a Goyim, Dinesh, Oshar, Shalai, Befan of Kamifloki. It's a real Bava Kama, Diga Machloikis. Whether you can be Goyim, Dinesh, you can be a Gemar Din that Oshar is Chayim Misa, even if the Shar is not present in the courtroom. While this Gemara din is happening, we've seen this theme throughout the Masech, the Kimisas Habailim, Kachimisas Ashar. Just like to kill a person, you would need a Bezish Shalchav Gimel. To kill a Shar, you would need a Bezish Shalchav Gimel as well. Different similarities between the halachas of Misas Habailim and Misas Ashar. You know, you had it. Just like once a person is Chayv Misa, they didn't keep him on death row for six months with appeal process and everything else. As soon as they decided that this person was Chayv Misa, they would kill him because the torture that this person would have to go through knowing that he's on death row is too much to bear. You have the same exact halach with a behemoth. Once a behemoth is nigma adina that it's Chayv Skilo, they kill it because there's this idea. Kemisa ba'an kachemisa shor. So the machloikis is this detail. Goymrin dine shal shor shaloi befanov, just like you have by your Adam or not. Rabbanat, sabi the Rabbanat hold in goymrin dine shal shor shaloi befanov. That you cannot paskin a gemardin that a shor is chayv misa unless the shor is there. It's for that reason the shomer can't just take the shor, give it back to the owner, and say, "Here's your shor." The amalek, because the Bible can tell the shomer that you are the one that caused my shor now to be chayv misa. He's going to say, "What are you talking about? It's chayv misa because it killed." 
that's not something necessarily that I did, but it'll say, no, I'll tell you what you did. What you did was you allowed the shar to appear in court so that there could be a gemar din. Because had I had it, I would have never allowed that to happen. Had you returned it to me, which is what you were supposed to do, I would have ran away with it, and I would have never allowed it to get to Bezdin. So thus, there would have never been a Gemar Din. But you handed it over to Bezdin. Once Bezdin has it, there's nothing I could do. So that ultimately, you're the one that caused it to be in this state. That's the time that the Bible has to the Shemar. Mitzad, the prostachi of Ashava, the fact that it's Israel, it doesn't bother me. Because if that was the issue, they would have argued in a more classic case, a case of Chomitz, Shavar, Olav, Pesach. And that's really a Stam Mishnah in Agar where everybody holds you can be Mekayim Dashava. The reason the Shemar can't get out of it by just giving it back to the Bailam, because the Shemar is actually complicit in the Gemar Din. Because without the Shemar's participation, the Gemar Din would have never happened. What does Rabbi Yaakov hold? Rabbi Yaakov says the Shemar can give it back to the Bailam. Rabbi Yaakov no, you could be good. There's nothing I did. You could have taken it to the Agam. You could have taken it to another state, another continent. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, Bezin would have passed that it's also Bahana. Thus, I'm not complicit. I have a Chiyav Ashava. I'm being Mekayim Achiv Ashava. Everybody agrees in keeping Mekayim Achiv Ashava. So the Machloikis Al Koponim has nothing to do with our Sugya. It's much more of a above a Kama, Shershin Nogach, Digim Machloikis. So Rabbi told Rav Chizda, you said, Man Tana, who's the Tana of our Mishnah? It's Distas Yochid, Rabbi Yaakov. It has nothing to do with Rabbi Yaakov. Even the Chachamim that argue with Rabbi Yaakov would agree that a Gazlin and a Shomer can both be Mekayim, their Mitzvah Sashava, even with something that's also Bahana. The Gemara concludes this. Discussion with an anecdote. Ashkechei Rav Chizal Rabbi Bashmot. Rav Chizal once met Rabbi Bashmot. Amalei Tanis Midi B'Suri Ano. Tell me today in Yeshiva they're learning the sugi of B'Suri Ano. Did they say a chiddush in the sugi of B'Suri Ano? Amalei Yim. Yeah, they said a gavaldig chiddush in Yeshiva today. Tanina veheishav esagzelo. It says that a gazlan has a chiv ashav matamuloy me asher gazal. It could have just said veheishav esagzelo. What's veheishav esagzelo asher gazal? So we saw right in the beginning of the parak that is the makar tashinu koina. We learn from here, you only have a chiv ashava if it's kein shagazal. But if it's not kein shagazal, something changed to the physical nature of the chifetz that you stole. There's no longer a chiv ashava. Take a look at the gross. Some people don't have the word chifetz here. Shrum of inetmas, chametz vavral vapesach, behem of inevda bavero, the shor actually nigmardinoi, oimaloi, arisha lachofanachse. Gave him a whole list of examples of where even though there's a halacha, that the only time there's mitzvah shavit, it's kein shagazal, but if the item that you stole became aser bahana, it's still considered kein shagazal, and you still have a chiyav ashavit. In other words, the Chiddush that we're discussing this morning, the Chiddush that's mentioned in the Mishnah earlier, on the Avtzad But the Gemara makes a very nice dirk. The Mishnah says, Zok the Gemara, Man Shavali, who is the Tana that holds? Actually, Nigmadino in, Mishnah Nigmadino Eloi, the Braisa was very precise. It gave an example of when the Gazlin can return the Chayfetz to be Mekayim as Mrs. Ashavah. If he stole a Shor, it killed, but it was like Nigmadino. It's very clear that had it been Nigmadino, you would not have been able to return it. Who's the Tana that holds once the Tigmar did and now let it return it? That's the Rabbanon. We just saw now. It's a Machlekes, Rabbi Yaakov, and the Rabbanon. It's the Rabbanon that say that once it kills, once it's Nigmar Dinoi, you can't return it anymore. So we're going according to the Rabbanon. Viktani, and still the 
Brisa says, Chometz v'ovar olav ha-pesach, oin maloi, ha-reish aloch lefanecho. That if it's Chometz v'ovar olav ha-pesach, you could say ha-reish aloch lefanecho. So what do you see from here? You see that the aside of the shitas harabonon that argue with Rabbi Yaakov is not that they hold that you can't be mekayim and mitzvah sashava with the surah Because they said clearly, Chometz v'ovar olav ha-pesach, you could say ha-reish aloch lefanecho. It's a halacha dafka regarding a shor shehemis v'nigmadinoid. It's there you can't say ha-reish aloch lefanecho. What's the svar to be mecha? Like Rabbi Svara, there the owner could tell the Shoiba, you should have never brought it to Bezdin. And you bringing it to Bezdin makes you now complicit. And that's what I'm going to go after you for. Al Kapon and Rav Chizda saw from this exchange that he just had that he was wrong. It was Machlokes Rav Chizda and Rabbi. Rav Chizda thought the Machlokes Rav Yaakim the Chachamim was good for this halacha. Could you be Mekayim and Mitzvah Sashava with Yisrayana? Rabbi argued it has nothing to do with that. It's above a Kamadig Machlokes. So Rav Chizda saw that in Yeshiva they learned like Rabbi, not like Rav Chizda. So Amalei told him, If you meet Rabbi, just do me a favor, keep this between us. Don't let him know about it. I don't want him to know that he was right and I was wrong. One last halacha, Peres Verkivu. The Mishra said if somebody steals Peres and they go bad, you can return it. So the Peres spoiled, that's not considered a shinoi. You could still be makai v'heshav as akzela asher gazal. But tonight, Frank Gemara. But we learned in the Mishnah, Paris ve'rikivu mishalom kishas akzela, meaning you are kainit. Thus, you have to pay damim kishas akzela like every gazal does. Amar Papa, can't you kivu kulan? Can't you kivu mikzasan? The chilik is whether all the Paris went bad, or only some of the Paris went bad. We're trying to explain that if all the Paris go bad, then it's a hezek nicker. If only some of the Paris go bad, then it's considered a hezek shein nicker. You don't really notice the few Paris that went bad. The whole yisoid of when you could say a lach lefanecha and when you can't say a lach lefanecha is totally in whether it's a hezek nicker or it's a hezek shein nicker. Goizolates and vason keilim. That's a hezek nicker. So if all the Paris went bad, that's a Hezek Nicker. Some of the Paris went bad, it's a Hezek Shein Nicker. Thus, that would determine whether you can't say or you cannot say Either way, this is a, another Lundish Sugi here in Perik HaGoyzeleitzen. Perik HaGoyzeleitzen is very much like Perik Merubah. Every two dots, every Omud, every Daf is loaded with Sugis. The Sugi here in particular is whether a gazlin and a shomer could be mekayim their chiyav ashava, despite the fact when they stole, in the case of the gazlin, or in the case of the shomer, when he took upon himself chiyuve shmira, he took something that was mutavana, now he's returning it, it's asavana. Still, you see in the Gemara, according to Rab, everybody holds Either way, it's a stab mishnah here in Beraka Goizalates that you can't say But just one point, we won't go into it, but the battleground, the area where the achroinim, exhaust a lot of energy in this sugya, is the Gemara seems to compare the chiyuv that a gazlin has and the chiyuv that a shomer has. And the Gemara is saying that just like the Mishnah says that a gazlin that steals chametz, and he now has a chiyuv v'heshev and he could only be kind of mitzvahs v'heshev if it's ke'en shagazah. To the extent that it's also bahanah, he could still be mekayim v'chiyav hashava, because it's a hezek, she'en a nicker, so he could be still be mekayim v'chiyav hashava, even though it's also bahanah. So I go to the and Kalim, you can't be mekayim hashava. But if it's also bahanah, it's still considered ke'en shagazah. The same would be true for a shayman, because the Gemara shtelt su the machlikis, Rabbi Yaakim and the Chachomim, by a shashahemis, which is not discussing a gazlan. It's discussing a shayman. The shayman's chiyav hashava, and the gazlan's chiyav 
Ashava would seem to be one parsha of Ashava to the extent that the Gemara is being titled Aloch Zebazet. That if you could be Mekayim the Chiv Ashava in one area, you'd be able to be Mekayim the Chiv Ashava in another area as well. The problem is the Shita Sarambam. The Rambam in his Yad Chazok of Paskins, that a Gazan that steals Chomets, the overall of Apesach, Zok the Rambam, he could be Mekayim, the Heshevis, like the Stam Mishnah goes away to him. But when the Rambam discusses the Loch of a Shomer, somebody gives Chomets to a Shomer to watch, the overall of Apesach, or a different case of Yisurayana, now he's returning it, it's also Bana. Paskins, the Rambam, he can't say Harish Loch Lefanacha. The Tomu Kol Achreinim, all the Achreinim are very bothered. The Rambam, would seem to be number one, not like our sugyo. Because our sugyo is clearly equating the Chiyav HaShavah that a Gazlan has to the Chiyav HaShavah that a Shomer has, but more importantly, the Lomdis. How do you understand the Lomdis and the Rambam? What's the difference between the Gazlan's Chiyav HaShavah and the Shomer's Chiyav HaShavah? It's terrible for Rebbe Chonon and Kavit Shurim, Al-Asar, right here. The Perakah goes away I think it's Ois Kuf Lamedvav, if you wanted to look it up. But either way, some nice raid in the Shita Sarambam, where although the Pashtus and the Sugi would be that the Chiv HaShav of the Gazlan and the Chiv HaShav of the Shomer is one and the same, but in the Psak Haloch of the Rambam and the Yad Chazok, it's clear that the Rambam didn't learn that way, had the Rambam learned the Sugi. And again, what's the underlying Lomdus? Why should the Hashava be different? The Gazlan's Chiv HaShav is more totally, is it Ke'en Shagazal? Is it not? Was there a Shinoi? Was it not a Shinoi? The Shoymis Chiyuvim are maybe a little different. Either way, it's a really nice Tifa Lumbus to understand the Rabbam